This is the Recruitment Rollercoaster Podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz, and this is the show where I bring to life the true failures, the true successes, and the true learnings from recruiters and recruitment business owners globally. This podcast is now sponsored and supported by Hunted. Hunted is one of the best places on the internet for recruitment content. Of course, one of the reasons why I decided to partner with them is crucially, we share a common goal to help recruiters get better at their jobs. Hunted write about everything you can need in your career, from productivity hacks to helping your time management to TED Talks and reading lists. They offer in-depth insights into worldwide destinations and of course, there's everyone's favorite recruitment wolf, Mr. Ed Hunter, who's not quite as scary in real life, but that is a story for another time. If you haven't yet checked out Hunted's content, you will not be disappointed. Welcome to the Recruitment Rollercoaster podcast. My name is Hisham Aziz and I am joined today. It's uh, another late night session it in is, the Hunted offices. Is. So thank you. Thank you for uh, joining me this evening. But I'm joined by Callum Lyle, who is a director at Robertson Sumner recruitment agency that's me that's me I good just, to be here i just practiced that about three times yeah, i know i know and you've absolutely smashed it so. <laughs> no as i said mate i know i know it's a bit late so uh fine. thanks for joining me mate um but look as i was saying before we uh went live where i always obviously I took a cheeky look at your linkedin yeah but how did you get into recruitment callum so us, mate. i i think i think probably like most people you just fall into mm. recruitment i'm not much, sure many people just jump out the womb wanting to spec cvs and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not <laughs> but um, no i kind of just fell in fell into recruitment um i graduated from bournemouth bournemouth yeah. uni international hospitality management so interesting probably quite an unusual unusual degree or yeah. a degree what made you pick that my old man actually so really? i think before uni you don't really know what you want to do and kind of like leaving uni you don't mm. really know what you want to do so my Where's old man from Glasgow. I can speak like this. this the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my old man, uh, proper, proper Glaswegian grafter. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. he, um, so he did hospitality management okay. in Strathclyde Uni, which is like okay. the second uni in Glasgow. Okay. Um, and worked his way up the corporate ladder. So actually started with Stackis, who got bought out by Hilton, but then got into HR. So okay. that's actually one of my drivers for, for wanting to get into to recruitment. So oh, wow. I did my dissertation. I, I just became interested in like him. Really? He, he's, he was sort of people director, HR director of, of lots of big lots of big businesses. So influenced by your dad then? Influenced by my dad. Um, got really interested in like employee engagement and mm. why people why people work somewhere or why like why do people why do people so many people hate their job exactly 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 <laughs> and, 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 and sort of how some businesses absolutely smash it and yeah some businesses no that, that is interesting to be fair yeah so mm. um i got really interested in in that and then um i think just 
like like all these things you, yeah. you 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 leave you leave uni and you type in to be honest a, a, recruitment's everywhere isn't yeah, it like, it is. you, you you type in any job you could type in bloody zookeeper or something yeah. and recruitment would still be the number yeah, for yeah. like first 10 but obviously when you hits. do that you don't don't realize that it's actually that's a recruiter that's trying to do, do you get what I mean? No, 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 hundred percent. When you first start, it's like, so, oh, but yeah, mum applied for all these jobs today, and really you just gave your CV to like fifty yeah, different yeah, recruiters. Yeah, exactly. And then you, <laughs> you just get pestered. Oh yeah, by the way, Callum, no, no, that job that no longer exists, mate. Yeah, so no, no, let me tell you about this uh, beekeeper job. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. You haven't got a clue when you're applying. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I, I, and I also found that just application process and just applying for jobs really interesting I, I don't think i've ever got a job in like a conventional yeah. type way i got i, I did a placement as part of uni and i, I sort of tell this story every now and then. I, I got that via reading an article in a paper wow. um, which was via the vp and in, of intercontinental hotel group mm. um, and it was effectively millennial bashing like really? and this was 2012 so probably quite early for people to really jump on that bandwagon yeah. and just say millennials are lazy and all this good mm -hmm. stuff and uh I wrote him a letter. So I wrote him a letter old and school, said, like uh, yeah, I know, really old school, saying, hey, I think I'm... You went uh, to type then? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote him a letter on it. <laughs> you went to uh, that so um, but I, wrote, I, wrote, I wrote him a letter um, kind of saying, I, I, I can part, partly agree with you, but I'm actually, I, I'd like to prove you wrong yeah, on, yeah, on nice. a lot of this. Um, and not expecting to hear anything back, I sent it to the States and his yeah. PA next week got back to me and offered me a job okay. as, my, as my internship. That's so really I, cool. I just, I enjoyed the sort of chase of getting, getting through to, to some of these, yeah, okay. these people. Um, and obviously I've, I've always lived a, a fairly comfortable and ridiculously lucky lifestyle. So you mm. sort of become, you become accustomed to having nice things or going on nice holidays, but I didn't want to sponge at all off my parents. So recruitment, every, every recruitment job says you're going to earn a yeah, hundred thousand so pounds in your going to own four Rolexes in the first yeah, year yeah, and obviously yeah. all that good stuff that's, uh, that's rubbish so, so then so then just to um, set the scene then so then you got into recruitment and then you've worked at Robertson Sumner for just over five years so just over and, five and years and that's yeah. been your only recruitment job only, yeah? only recruitment job yeah interesting so I guess before you joined um, them what so by this point what was your perception of recruitment like? Was you was you then actively interviewing at recruitment agencies? I didn't actively interview, if I'm honest. I, I applied for a couple of things. I, okay. I went to one of these, like a Pareto Law-esque oh, wow. interview. How was that? Hated it. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I, I had a story, I think the um yeah I, I had a chat called jack um prior on and he went through that and it sounded grim mate i never did it's any just, of those it's just um it's a competition to see who, who shouts the loudest and yeah. um that's not really why i wanted to but get see people it. get chopped there and then and like yeah so and to be honest I, I got i got through it so there was 40 grads or whatever you you got to, through it yeah you go into a room they what was the worst thing you had to do through that process um there's a whole host of different tasks and stuff mm. and yeah but uh, well, one quite good one actually is, is yeah. selling selling someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. That's what he enjoyed the most. Okay, yeah, so that that that's quite good. Um, why is that? That's interesting. That you said that as well. Why do? Why is that why good? Why did I find that? because it, it it actually allows you to to sort of it assesses your qualification mm. sort of skills, and I think that's a good recruiter. It's a good exercise to be fair. Is is a really good listener and actually yeah. sort of takes takes the information they're given yeah. and portrays it in a yeah. Sort of so you didn't have to sell a pen then. So I didn't have to sell a pen. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I've actually never. I've never. I've never done that. So that, that was that was the the only recruitment interview I went to, and I kind of left that thinking I don't really want to be one of these people. So yeah. Because yeah. that's what I mean. That that's the interesting thing. Because like that the sort of same experience um, Jack had. It like actually like put him off recruitment. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's interesting. I, could, I wasn't quite put off. I just, didn't, like, I just didn't think that was the person that I wanted to be. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I've, the, the perception of recruitment before going in was... Money. Uh, everyone's di- dickheads. If, if, really? If, if, well, yeah, like people, it's down there with a the state agency, isn't it? But yeah. you, in terms of just the stereotype of, oh, yeah. I'm going into to recruitment or I'm a recruiter. Yeah. Um, but I've always been really proud of being a, yeah, a, like a recruiter. And I think every good recruiter I know is proud of is, being is, is, like, is, proud, yeah. is proud of being a recruiter mm. um and i saw it as a big opportunity because actually if the expectations down down ah, that's interesting. Pretty, pretty low if you, even if you're mediocre you're, you're mm. gonna sort of no no be, that's be, really interesting so then how did so then how do you end up at robertson sumner then so i i saw i was going it's probably april time graduating in june i saw an application or a I saw a read advert for for a recruitment business in Gerald's Cross, which was ten minutes down the road from my family family house. Um, okay. And I didn't apply, but I sort of saw that advert. I thought there can't be that many recruitment businesses mm. in Gerald's Cross, so I googled recruitment Gerald's Cross. Robertson Sumner was the only company that came up. Um, so I found them. I found Marks, who's the owner's details um, via the website. So just um, email, and the advert was actually sort of. Um, advertising in a, another assessment day and I thought oh, I can't wait oh, to go no. to that and it was on a Saturday mm. and I, I can't remember what I was doing but I had plans on the Saturday yeah. so I, instead of applying I emailed Mark and said listen I can't I can't come on the Saturday however I'm just down the road and I think I'm probably the sort of person that you're you're nice. looking for I thought um, you were going to say you wrote him a letter no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I sent him a pigeon so I wrote uh, letter, yeah, sorry, sorry. Mark a letter and actually sorry, went sorry, to his sorry, post sorry. box <laughs> went down the road and posted it I actually posted it in Gerard's Cross and they, just, <laughs> <laughs> they just took it on the road no no, no I, I sent him no, an email so you, you went direct direct yeah that's fair enough when, I think when, that's a good, went good direct approach. and I actually said it was quite a good lesson in hindsight because uh, Mark was obviously the sort of person that I'd be trying to contact as a as a sales, yeah, sales, Robertson Sumner and a, a sales recruiter, but he's he's a sort of sales director or owner of a sure. owner of a sales type business. And I wrote him this long email, and he came back and said, "Profile looks good. Can see you 10 a.m. tomorrow." So that was it. so that was it. So it's kind of mm. it was a good lesson of these guys don't want to read don't that waffle. much. They, they they just want straight to the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And, um, That's really interesting. So yeah, I went down next day at 10 a.m. Cool, um, he liked me. Got asked, me to go, asked me to go back later that day to a presentation. And, uh, got the on the same day same day nice mate and then you've been there five years been there five years wicked five mate years. love that so let's just just set the sort of um the sort of course of your career and then we'll, we'll break it yep. down right so right now you're um the director of one of the obviously the director with mark of, yep. of the business right so the typical obviously people recruiters get sold all the time you could join here and then you'd be a trainee and then become a manager da, da, yep. all that so you've done that typical sort of journey right yeah so, so you started as a consultant. So How long did you do that for? Roughly? Just only just over a year. Okay, to be fair. and then so after that, what did you do? Did you then start? So managing? I went into like senior senior consultant, but then started taking some sort of managerial okay. responsibility. So kind of billing billing manager. So team, billing team. manager for how long, roughly? About a year and a half. Yeah, and um, then after that, and then actually swapped roles with Mark. Really? So it was a big step for him. Yeah. Swapped roles with Mark and look, looked after the whole team. Okay, so and then how long have you looked after the whole team for? But just coming up to three years. Three now. years. So, so okay, so like two and a bit years, like billing, da da da. Yeah. And then how long have you not billed for? Three years. Three years. Really? So a long That's time. Mad. A long time. Okay, I, cool. I still, I still contribute. I still. Yeah, 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 yeah. More well, yeah okay. Than... So let, let's break that down then. So yeah. where, what I always liked. So actually, so what sector do you recruit in, or what uh, sector do you purely recruit? In? Well, I, IT sales. Just you know, I only ever recruit in the IT sales market. Okay, cool. Um, and the businesses. 19 years old so until two years ago we'd never 
done anything bar IT sales. Right? Okay, so, so a real a business that had a legit reputation, been doing it for a, yeah. ages, obviously. Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. And now we do tech as well. Yeah, but cool, perfect. Free consultants. But for you, yeah, we've been obviously IT sales. Okay, amazing. So firstly, like, <clears throat> how, how were your first 12 months then in terms of performance-wise? Um, my first 12 mo- first three months, really didn't like it. Really? Which was quite why, why didn't you like it? Because... Because I'd come from like a hospitality background and I'd done sales in, in hospitality, I think um, it was a big move for me. Mm. And, uh, quite a lot of people were saying it might not be the right move. And I was really focused on, I had offers at like 30K or whatever. And obviously I took 18 or mm. the, the much, much less to go into a, to go into recruitment. So I, I went in really motivated just to earn money because yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that was one of the main purposes of, of me doing it. Um, and you kind of, and I kind of got involved in like, there was sort of certain office politics or my team leader left on my second month or mm. actually first month really back in the start of the second month. And I was kind of 50% focused on recruitment and 50% focused on money, politics, or all, all, okay. all, all, all the other type stuff. And I saw the bad more than I saw the good. And people always say control the controllables and mm. I'm a massive believer in that, but mm. I wasn't doing that at all. Mm. Um, it was sort of sold to me as you'd have your own business within this Robertson Sumner bubble. But I was kind of... I was mm. I was caught up in a whole of whole sort of every, everything, everything else, else that's and, going on around you and not seeing not seeing the good stuff and I was I was re- I was acting like a recruiter mm. oh, I was acting what I perceived a recruiter to act like mm. which wasn't me mm. um, and I think what I learned was you act like a you act like a traditional recruiter you'll get treated like a traditional recruiter okay. and, and most people stereotype a recruiter as Again, the expectation pretty low. So mm. I think I was going into it. Mm. Not, I wasn't was genuine. That mindset? I wasn't. I wasn't genuine. You wasn't genuine. That's no, interesting. I, I don't think so. I was. I was just trying to get some. But what did? How, what did you? What, was you just straight on the like trying to source candidates? Would you straight I, I was, like BDN? Um, we um, we sort of share a lot of business. It's quite a collaborative workforce. So okay. or, or sort of team at the time. There was only there was only seven of us. Oh wow! Um, so it's quite a small. Yeah, that, I joined uh, a business of that size. A, a small team. So I was working. So you I, like working other people's jobs, maybe working other people's roles to to start with, and just trying to. I was trying to sell to people. I was trying to sort of really really go in and just mm. just be this flurry of energy. And I've got I've got a lot of energy, but I wasn't sort of seeing it. For for, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for the right reasons or, or being, I don't think I was being very me. And That's that, really interesting. That, that, that was quite a. How, was quite okay, a, so how did you realize that then? I realized it because I just wasn't enjoying it. I was getting caught up with all this other mm. other stuff, and I th- I was convinced I'd be a, a, a good recruiter. Yeah. And I, again, I was seeing the negatives rather than the positives. Yeah. And, and one massive positive. There were quite the, the the team weren't that successful. It was very much Mark and his merry men. So mm-hmm. Mark was a, is, and still is a, a tremendous recruiter. Mm. And at the time, he was probably billing four or five hundred k on his own. Yeah, no but, joke. But just sort of him and a group of other people, yeah. kind of thing. And I was kind of half focusing on the other people, whereas what I should have done was seen everything that Mark was doing. That's interesting. Brilliantly, and try and adapt it in my own my own way mark's mm. a very like a very salesy person mm. i wouldn't say i'm that salesy mm. um but i just soaked in as much as i could from him so how did so okay so how did you start doing that just just he was in the office so he was mm. he was he was on the floor so i just kind of listened into it to his calls i was always gonna work harder than everyone else i had a hospitality I, i've always been up at five and mm. we'll go to bed at whatever time and and just I was in the office. Really so I was going to do more activity than anyone else. So that, that was, that was one thing mm. I could, I can guarantee, but I was, 
again, I wasn't, I wasn't very genuine. I kind of changed my mindset and looked at the, everything that Mark was doing. And I think of, I think of how I'd want to be treated as a, as a, as a candidate, mm. um, rather than how I think I should be as a recruiter. Mm. I know that sounds, no, that, that, makes that, sense. That, that kind of sounds a bit weird, but I treated every candidate as if they were my, my missus or my friend or whatever. And I, I try and do the best thing by them. Just do the right thing. Yeah. Do, do, do the right thing and, and sort of let money not be my main, main motivator. Um, and that really worked mm. wonders for me. I, it's, it's, it's so what, what then happened to the end of that first year then? Like did things so, start to change? Uh, so, yeah, so things, things started to change. I, I was, I was, I was reasonably, I was, I was reasonably, I, I probably build maybe 30 K within that first four months. So not, mm. not, particularly Man, much. I build some, you know how much I'll build in my first no, year. I don't know. Uh, 24k mate. Yeah, in a whole year. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. But but that being said, I think a lot of the best recruiters I know didn't build that much in the first year. Oh, fuck knows. Really? Maybe, maybe, I don't know. That made me feel it's, a bit better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um <clears throat> because I think there's the process like you've mm. got to invest in like relationships and you've mm. got to invest in doing the right thing and not investing yeah, and, then, and then surprisingly the thing, money thing, takes thing, care thing, of itself thing, right things, things come from that I, I used to it's a stupid analogy but I used to work in Starbucks and Starbucks's values were they had six guiding principles right and they the money and, and their shareholders came last so their, really? their philosophy was we create a great product yeah, we create yeah. a great service a great working environment the rest will follow. And I, I kind of put that into recruitment. So I just tried to do the best by every every candidate that I spoke to. So be make sure I come off every call being everyone's favorite recruiter and actually follow up with people. Mm. What recruiters do terribly, especially at that first stage, yeah. when they're just focused on candidates. They don't actually follow up or, or care. Mm. They speak to a candidate. They're not right for the job they're looking at. They just sort of fade into the abyss. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I, don't, mm. I didn't think that worked. So I started building relationships with candidates. And guess what? Then they started referring me into businesses. Mm -hmm. um, and it just it just started becoming snowboard. Like a, a, no, that, a that's really that's really interesting. So, okay, cool. So then, those seven months, like what? So what? What would you say then? Just to wrap that up, like the core of what you started to do differently. Then was it was it the simple mind shift of, well, actually, let's stop treating everyone like a number and just trying to just sell my opportunity to every single person, even if it may not be right, and just actually yeah do the right thing listen learn from mark all these types of things yeah and, and just, just, just soak up things around soak up soak up just soak up everything and mm. and, and, and adapt everything into, 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 into the way into like the way that i i wanted to work yeah no it's like thinking back so yeah the office i um recruited in yeah there's like eight people i sat next to the owner of the business yeah and like it's just an open plan office and like you can listen you can hear every single person on the phone everyone around me had been doing that for two three four five plus years so like yeah if you're listening right now and you're in that type of environment it's like like stop thinking like you know how to do it and like yeah. start just being a sponge and listen yeah, and take feedback and all these things a hundred percent look at mm. all the positives around you look at look what people are doing well it's hard to when you're in that because like it's it's easy to say isn't it like stop looking at the negatives but like it's hard when you're in that oh 100% and recruitment on the on the bad I mean? days is the worst job because like, how did you get thing. above that because it is hard to because ultimately that takes a bit of sort of self-awareness and for you to be able to go well actually Callum like just stop being a knobhead here and like I just I, I noticed it changed pretty quickly really uh, I, I noticed half the conversations I was having I wasn't doing probably for my best interest mm. I was just doing to build a relationship with someone mm. and I think if you start doing that because the bit you worry about right is the is the business development and actually picking up the phone and, yeah. and making all these cold calls what you realize is if you start being 
the best recruiter mm. to every single candidate. Candidates, don't, they do care, obviously, if you place them. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not saying that. And that's obviously the goal. Mm. But they, they, it's also a service game. Like, mm, if, if you're their go-to recruitment consultant, and yet someone else just got lucky by specking in their CV, they'll mm. still come to you and they'll recommend you to the, the company they, they join. Mm. Um, but you've, yeah, and it, it just started changing pretty quickly. So the first sort of three months, I, I kind of just struggled a bit to pick up to, and then the, the, next, the mm. next couple, I actually started seeing some real success and then led into actually a, a fairly decent start to my first full year. What did you build, mate? One, two, eight. So not a lot. Not yeah, a but first year, that's first, not first, fucking first, bad at first, all, is it? First year, I was pretty well. It, it was, it was okay. Yeah, but were you just yeah, but from when you where you was right when 100%. you're thinking about back from it. So okay then to to wrap that up then, a lot of people I think it's fair to say right those first three months could have quit right. Yeah, definitely. Why didn't you quit? Because because I I I needed to prove to myself I could I could do it. Mm. I, I sort of I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have quit. I was sort of thinking though at that time, just get to the first year. Do you know I mean? It, well, it's it, a good it, milestone. Yeah, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like I was going to do this forever, but it was. I get just, to I, ENC where we're at. Yeah, I needed to shape myself, and and how my recruitment career's gone. I've every month that's gone by, I've loved the the job more and more. That's amazing. I think even still, probably two years in, or maybe maybe not, about a year and a half in, I wasn't sure. I was mm. like, it was, it was the perfect or it's a long-term thing, mm. but suddenly it just starts clicking. I, mm. I, I, know, I know that sounds, I know that sounds crazy, but if you just constantly invest in the right activity mm. and constantly feel like you're doing the right thing or feel comfortable with everything you're doing, but also it is an activity game, right? You need to speak to as many people as you, yeah, you can. You need to have the conversations, you need to do the right thing. But, um, it just kind of clicks mm. and, and you get so much, so much back from it. And guess what? You start working with clients who actually want to, want to work to with, work with and yeah. you actually get on with mm -hmm. and you've got some sort of common common ground with those people okay so second year then mm -hmm. how did that look then because i feel like quite a lot oh, quite a lot must have gone on for you to then at the, at the end of that year or beginning of the third year to then you be in a position where you're managing the whole team do you know what i mean so like yeah. how so how did you so when did you become a senior so i became a senior probably a, just just after a year mark and did you want that um, it was just a milestone. It was, it was kind of like, what could you hit X? Yeah, you hit X amount and what so that meant what you then managed people? Or? No, that, that, that just meant you became a senior. And you got, oh, okay. Fair uh, it's just a, yeah, fair enough. Oh, I thought, yeah, yeah, a, fair link, enough. a LinkedIn change. Um, <laughs> we started, Mark started actually wanting to grow the business. He okay. started, started seeing people. How many uh, people were you at then? At that so point, then? still probably about seven. Okay. Um, and because I had a good relationship with Mark, I, I sort of sponged off of Mark, learned, learned a lot from him. I started getting involved in the recruitment process or at least mm. just sitting in interviews. It wasn't like me making the, the big decisions mm. or whatever. Um, and he, I was the first real sort of graduate that he'd, he'd hired with very little experience. Um, most people had come from sort of a sales background mm. or most people had, or certainly someone that he yeah, had yeah, yeah. success from. Um, so he wanted to duplicate that and bring in a few more mm. people like that. So one of loads of Callums. Yeah, well, yeah, probably better than me. <laughs> <laughs> so I started sitting on the the sort of rec recruitment process yeah, and, and, and getting involved in that type of stuff, um, and it just sort of naturally evolved into that. And I was mm. doing I was doing the job in the right way, very like Mark, mm. and, and and I think we just 
we've got the same exact same philosophy of how to to do the role and i was quite mark hates managing people right so yeah. he's a very good recruiter he's a terrible terrible manager mm. luckily only manages me now but mm. that's what he was that's what he was sort of bad at he was very good and i was good at asking for responsibility so i just kept saying to him if i build this will you give me x pay rise and he said yep and sort of yeah, yeah. that's really yes. interesting and i just so you managed up right yeah. So I just, I kept knocking on his door and saying, can you put something together? And actually the majority of the time I'd put something together. So I'd, wow. I, I'd try and, I'd try and go with a solution of saying there's nothing in place here. Right. But if I build 30 K in the next two months, will you give me this? Will mm. you give me some sort of team leadership or can I mentor someone mm. or because that's just what I wanted really to do. Interesting. I had a bit of a management sort of background in hospitality and I was seeing these people coming in and I was actually understanding that I hated the first three months, mm. but then turned it around and I could probably add. So yeah, advice. you had the story to sort of exactly, resonate exactly. with these and, people. And I, I was starting to see, seeing some real success at that point. So mm. I sort of wanted to really believe in yourself. Exactly. Confident. Exactly. And I wanted other people to, to, mm. to sort of see that success. I think what, what I love about that is like you really, you like, you really identified like your value do yeah. you know what I mean besides then yeah I think that that's obviously the difference between people that ultimately like Callum another Callum who'd done the same thing could just continue on just billing making more money but you recognise an opportunity where you, you Mark's a great builder built this business but he isn't great at managing people and you saw that actually I can actually add a lot of value here yeah that's really interesting and, th and there was no real support around anyone mm. so everyone could look at Mark and think, okay, he's great. He's great, but, yeah. But there was no practicality was, as yeah, to how you exactly, can get to that exactly, point. Exactly. Or there, there was no sort of put anyone putting their arm around their shoulder and saying, "Hey, he should yeah. or something." This is this is this is what I do. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Or do, do, do you know what I mean? So yeah. that, that, that's what. That's, that's, that's what really I mean. interesting. So um, I think I think that's what for me personally. I'd love to get your thoughts on this, but that's what I really like around uh, a smaller business. Yeah. Definitely. Do you know what de I mean? De definitely. Like definitely. for me, I mean, my only experience is I work for a, a big insurance company and then work for a small insurance broker and work for a recruitment business of eight people and then work for a startup, which again had that sort of size people and then now start my own business. But if I, my personal opinion is if I would probably choose a smaller business like you've experienced, probably a lot of the times, um, because I think um, unique opportunities like that can present themselves. Oh, a hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. And I, it, it, a lot of it was timing. Mm, definitely. But, um, but so also the proactiveness and you recognizing the opportunity. A hundred percent. Because like, what, what's your, what's like when like people listening, right? There might be in a big corporate, or whatever. Like, what's your view on sort of bigger? I don't know, Hayes, Page, whatever, to Robertson Sumner, for example. How um, do you? What's your sort of perspective on that? I think I think we'd give or like a Robertson Sumner or a smaller business would give someone, if, if you've got the initiative and the, a real drive to, to do the role and, and, and you, you feel like you can create your own lane and, and mm. do the job the way you want to do it. I think a smaller business is, is better in many ways and mm. especially commission structure and, and having the freedom to, to, to probably do things the way you want to do it, less mm. red tape, etc. I also think there's huge value in the, in the, in the, in the, in the bigger business. Yeah, it's pros and cons of both. Our, um, one of our biggest billers, actually our biggest biller at the moment, um, Aaron came from um, Michael Page mm. background, only was there eight months. It's the training. Um, what I always hear is like the training and all the processes and all that that you get exposed exactly, to, which is exactly, like which top, is, top, top class. Uh, and and I think probably in those sort of businesses, you you could potentially be not forced to do the, it the way they they do it, but there's there's a bit more of like a, this is this is the page way, 
Yeah, yeah. Off you go. I, I don't know. I've never experienced it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I sort of. It's interesting. I take a bit of a step back and and let people kind of decide their mm. own way. Ask lots of questions as to to what way someone wants to to recruit yeah, and yeah. Their, their sort of ethos. Obviously, there's a Robertson Sumner ethos and a way mm. that we we, we like that, yeah. we, we like no. people doing. It's it, interesting. So, okay. So then, when did it, so did you manage like a smaller group of people before you managed the whole team? Yeah, and that and that has definitely been the hardest part of my. So how many people did you manage? So I had a team of four. Okay, and, and that was after how long? About two years. It's two, and you was between like, eighteen months. And you was and like, Mark, right, let's do it. Like, did you do some mentorship before? Did you go straight from? I did. I did. Zero I, did, I, did I did a little bit of mentorship, um, and kind of guided guided people through their first couple of weeks, or at least gave training sessions. Yeah, in yeah, first yeah. Few weeks, etc. Um, but it was nothing but, but, like. But I, it was kind of just a, a switch of one day, right? Callum's now senior consultant mm. slash team leader or billing manager or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And, I, and you I still just, had to build at that point. Still had to build at that point, yeah. Really? And then how long did you do that for? I did that probably only for about six months. And that was quite tough. And that that was really tough. And that's when I first, like time management was something that... Why was that so tough then? So you went straight to time management, was it? Well, just uh, time management was always something that I just saw people put on their CV as something like a filler. Um, <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, a I'm, I'm a team player, I work hard and I've got great time management skills. Yeah, yeah. But that that then you could actually see the value because mm. everything before that, I was quite an introvert in my own desk, if you, if you mm. know what I mean. Like, you had it, your own it was, process. It, it was, was 100% my own destiny. So whatever I put in, I knew I was, I was going to get yeah. out and I, I didn't really need to, to speak to, to too many other people. I was mm -hmm. sort of using all my energies to go out to candidates and clients and speak to them. Um, but the team leader, sort of, I, I kind of just, I probably went, too much the other way and too much the managerial way and, and actually saw the role changing changing into like a management role so mm -hmm. started trying to offer my advice where actually maybe I didn't need to if, 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 if you know what I mean I actually saw the role change whereas in hindsight I would have um I, I probably I probably wouldn't have done that I would have let people come to come to me if they've got questions okay so what you're what you mean by that is you're saying instead of imposing how Callum how you want people to do it yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was probably too sort of forthright and, and wanting to sort of have one-to-ones and, and little catch-ups. Whereas, to be honest, I should have just led led from the front as, mm. as, I, as I was because mm. I kind of became crap at both, mm. if you know what I mean. My billings actually suffered, but also I wasn't the best team leader because I was kind of half-arsed. Mm. Well, was that because what you was then worried about your billings? Or? Yeah, it, kind of. So I was. I then went back to effectively what I was like at the start. I was like 50% really? focused on recruitment. Yeah, that's interesting. And I, I, I'm yeah, that's, you got to do that though, haven't you? I was never a billing manager though. So. Yeah, but I, I, my opinion is you're always best 100% focused on one thing. Okay. Um, so that's why time management became really important to me. So I actually sort of since then I've divided my days into eight. So I know I'm going to be in the office at least from eight till six, or I'm going to be around if not, if I'm out of meetings or whatever, I can, mm -hmm. I can sort of assign time to do that. So I block, blocked it into eight and just put three sessions as to when I was there to help. And mm -hmm. actually people don't need help all the time. People don't need management or someone telling them what to mm. do. It's, it's a, it's a very sort of self-learning yeah. type, type job. What, what they need is, and if you give people like stabilizers or you give people something, they'll just use it all the time. So yes. then they, then they start yeah. asking for my advice or, or can you, can you, 
tell mm. me how to get in with this company or can you give me an in here mm. or whatever. That's not what people need to develop. They need mm. to sort of be left on their own. They need to be able to fish themselves, mm. as it were, rather than sort of just giving them giving them a fish. So, so what you're saying there, the biggest, so a few things there, just, just to make sure it's clear. I think that's, that's a really interesting point, right? So just to unpack that, you said... Um, you realized and recognized, well, hang on, like, are you were sort of trying to impose the Callum way probably a bit too much or trying to yeah. influence how they did it as opposed to them sort of learning themselves and these sorts of things. And then also you um, was getting pulled pillar to post, um, which meant that you didn't have much organization, didn't have time management, and you became not so great at billing and not so great at managing, right? Yeah. So to solve that, you um, obviously recognize that. And then, so then how do you actually structure your day? So what, so what do you, um, would you explain that just to make it clear? So I, I so you made chunks I, I, of like your ch diary. Chunk, chunk, chunks of my diary. So four, four chunks, eight till 12, four, four hours, and then two. And, so, and basically what that chunks there is, Hisham, you're my recruiter. So between um, between ten and t ten and eleven, if you've got any questions about that's the time that you ask then, me. Then, then come, ah, come, come, okay. come come to me. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you twenty minutes. I'll give you five minutes. I'll give you an hour. How how long do you need? How, but how, that is the window that you have. You need. If it's a training session, if it's mm. just got this problem, what would you do? Do that mm. because ninety percent of time people solve their own problems. Yeah, yeah. G so how does that help then? How did that help? How did that solve the problem? Because that actually allowed me to to focus on my own billings whenever. Mm whenever I wasn't in one of those hour chunks and then focus purely on management in those So hour what you're saying there, it allowed you to be present. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So whenever I was having a conversation with someone, you're I was 100% there. Mm. But can, candidates and clients in, in recruiting time and then mm. consultants in, in management time, yeah, or yeah. How, however you want to look at it. That's I think really that, good I think insight. That's, I think that's so important. Everyone's, everyone's got stuff that happens at home. Everyone's got yeah. stuff that gets in their, in their mind. But the, the best the best billers are people who are a hundred percent focused like, mm. on, on the task at the task at hand yeah. and not focusing on the 101. It's yeah, just, yeah. You've got spin. No, I think, I think that's a really good, in, that's a really good insight and a sort of really good practical advice there for people that hopefully they can um, implement. So was that probably the biggest realization or definitely, definitely. Yeah. And, and that was something that I kind of, I've done, I did management before and I, I kind of assumed I was going to be good at that, but it's, it was, How did you get to that time management solution? Was it reading books? Was it off your own sort of just, intuition? Just, just by, because a lot of the questions people were asking me were stuff that, to be honest, A, could wait. And, yeah. And, and, and B, I just like, I, it, it, it wasn't, it didn't make sense for me to answer it, ask, answer it there. Just and key, I, and, yeah. I, and I, as you say, I was half present. I was kind of, mm. I was kind of giving them an answer, which was kind of bollocks anyway yeah, yeah because yeah. i just wanted to get them off my back yeah I, that's so I, I, true I had, a, I had a call or i was really focused on something mm. else and that that wasn't working for mm. anyone that wasn't helping any anyone else grow and it wasn't helping my mm. my billings in in the slightest either so mm. it, it, it wasn't it was kind of just self self-learning and actually just doing it doing cool. it on the job okay so then um after those six months then mm -hmm. you then managed that was a really 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 big step for did you ask for, for it though I did, yeah. Well, 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 well I, I kept sort of saying it. Mark was just, we were growing to a point. So I joined when we had seven consultants. At that point, we probably had about 12. Um, and it's a tough number around that, isn't that, it? It's, it's, a tough, it's a tough to like get past. It was a tough number. Mark was getting ridiculously stressed with, mm. with, all, of the, with all of the management side. He really didn't want to do it. He, he wasn't necessarily that good at it. He was a much better biller than me. And, and we were at a point where I was probably, I was billing around 15K a, a, a month plus having managerial responsibility. That's not fucking bad. No, it's, it's not it's not it's not terrible, but it's mm. enough for someone like Mark to be able to cover my 
my desk in a, yeah. in a real short term and think, right, I can take this hit now. But at that point, I was 20, 24. And then for a 24-year-old to look after a business, and especially someone's pride and joy, mm. it marks... So when you say look after the business, what do you mean? Was it not so just, just managing the people? Just, 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 just take, over, take over the team, take over every decision that wasn't recruitment. Really? Yeah, we we had we we have an ops type chap who looks after that the invoicing and, and yeah, and, and, so it wasn't that, that. stuff. But um, so yeah. you so just to make that clear. So then from that point, um, you managed what exactly? So you managed, so managed 12, every. So you managed 12, 12, 12 consultants. Yeah. Um, any decision that wasn't recruitment based. So what we were going to put our marketing budget on, or what? what yeah, yeah, any supplier all that. type stuff. Okay. Um, and then also internal hiring. Internal hiring. Yeah. Okay. So just everything and then you've been in that ever since been in that ever since yeah wow that's yeah. interesting that yeah no, it's, it's, again i think this is such a cool story to share with people that if if you're in a sort of small grand business right now there's life you want it there's opportunities to be had once, once you've proven you're you've got a basic level of experience in, in recruitment and you, you can actually build something and you can generate yeah. something from nothing I, yeah. i'm a massive believer it's all on it's yeah. kind of all on you. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I think what what you've um, sort of explained and stuff, it's something that I think. Um, so, like my old recruitment, um, so the the chap that owned the business. Like, I think what you're talking about there is really uh, interesting as well because I I think personally, if I looked around the the room in the, my old office, there's some people that just turn up at that size business and just do their thing. Yeah, which is fine, and, exactly. you, and you need those people, but. I think you, you you're a bit similar to me where what what you've done really well is like obviously you've done everything that you need to in terms of to show Mark that you're someone that he can trust and these things but you've really built a unique relationship with Mark yeah. do you know what I mean yeah and that's also something that people can do and I've sort of quite naturally done that like he, he's still a mentor to me now and I can always speak to him and these things but if it's like if you were to look around in that office then like how many people were trying to really cultivate that relationship to a point where it's like, well, actually there's a real opportunity here for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and people, I think that's really like, you can actively do that if you want it. A hundred percent. But people put in this imaginary like glass ceiling of you can't do it because mm. no one else has done it. Mm. Um, which to me just didn't make sense. Yeah. Like if I asked the responsibility, if Mark doesn't want to do something, if he doesn't want to manage people, mm. there's going to be a solution. There's going to have to be a solution at some point. Mm. In, in the road like if, if he wants to grow the business yeah. so it's not qualifying out with him does he actually want to grow the yeah. business nice. it's, um, I, really like, I really like how you and, and go, go with a solution don't go with a a problem like don't just add to his problems you don't mm. want to manage okay well what's that about what, <laughs> so you don't want to manage give, give me a time scale give me what you want me to do mm. in order to take that take that mm. burden off of you like yeah. actually go I really with like a solution it. so how many people do you have there now 20 21 wow so that must have been quite interesting. Yeah. So the, the the first year of me looking after things, and it was it was hard for Mark. I think I think probably in hindsight for him, it was probably the best decision he's ever made, but also one of the worst. Really. It, only only in the sense of it was his baby, like mm. and and everything kind of revolved around him. Mm. Whereas now he's kind of not obsolete because he still very very much takes part but, but he doesn't need to be there yeah, any, yeah. anymore which is quite difficult i think for a for yeah a, that could be a, i mean obviously you said what like it's been going for what 16 years 19 years 19 so, yeah. years so like obviously he's been he's like he wakes up every day knows what he needs to do now he's like yeah. i've got this fucking 24 year old running shot what the fuck what the it, fuck do i do a hundred percent and and that i think was really that's was, that's was, was, was a was personal different. challenge isn't it yeah exactly and i think 
what you realize is because it was with him in the room you put a ceiling you put a ceiling there because he he manages his own relationships he's billing and people don't realize what they can do whereas Mm. we had some really good talent and then suddenly guess what everyone starts billing a lot more it's not mark and his merry men everyone's kind kind of got their own little business and their own little really interesting. And their way of way of doing things and people just start growing people and it it just it sort of booms so that first year mm. we grew 59 percent really um and we so grown, what do you put that down to what i put that down to, to mark mark taking less responsibility and mm-hmm. giving people more mm. so one one person it's, it's kind of like how is that analogy how do you eat an elephant like mm. not just loads of people taking small chunks so mm. it was kind of it was kind of like that mm. it's taking taking everything off of one person and giving loads yeah. of people more responsibility and when like myself when given more responsibility people step up to the people, people actually people, step people, up people to people step up to the mark and people mm. start billing more people start thinking okay this is this is serious now mm. i can start earning proper proper money and mm. i can i can start developing my own relationships and this is this is my own recruitment business within this Roberts and Sumner bubble rather than I'm kind of one of Mark's hmm. minions or, or yeah. whatever. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, definitely. I think that especially in especially in that site, like sort of close environment, that must have been intense if people felt like that. To them, that must have been sort of, uh, sort of an interesting relief for people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To feel like, oh, this Callum chaps is running shop now. Like, he's just 25-year-old kid, mate. Why can't exactly. I, and I, I, think, I think Do you Did you have to manage people older than you? Yeah. And that, was that difficult? Not particularly because they, I don't think they, age they, is like I think age yeah, is fucking I, I relevant. Don't, I don't but think that's too much too much of an issue. I think people have seen. I was very re- sort of respectful, and I'm I'm the the. I, I You're just not coming across of yeah I know or I'm 24 and like that sort of not bad. That's when it's trouble, isn't it? I'm a massive mindset that leaders lead, sort of leaders eat last, and it's yeah. like a my my responsibility. If anything, the higher I go, the less mm. the less kind of. Less it's about you. Perks and stuff I I get. It's it's all about it's all about them. Mm. It's just giving them the platform to yeah to, to to grow. And actually, once you start start seeing that, so then they had a success story that wasn't Mark some of the owner mm. of the business. They had they had another success story, and you just branch off more and more people mm. people like that. And then and then it makes it easier hiring for yourself because you can say. Oh, Aaron's done this, or Adam's done this, or Shannon's done there's, there's a lot loads more examples. Of, there's, there's loads a lot more, more examples people to look at and go, well, they, they're just like me. Of, exactly, of actually yeah. people being successful. Okay. So what, what was, okay, cool. So then over the, over, the, over the last three years then, for you then as now managing this business, it's been focusing on growing the business, yeah. not only headcount, but in terms of revenue and these things. So how have you done on that standpoint? We've, we've just, so we, we've grown... We started. We started with about twelve when I first took the position, and now we're we're at twenty one. Um, grew fifty nine percent, thirty thirty four percent, and we've already hit our our number this year. That's amazing in terms of revenue. So things are things That's are just, amazing. Things are just okay. Great. So let, let what I'd be keen to get your thoughts on now because I think you're in a um, and I always love talking about this because I think it can sort of give you the opportunity to to give some real value to people listening. Um, through that whole journey, then, mate. How obviously you've been seeing these people fl- flourishing, getting more responsibility, etc., etc., etc. Besides, obviously the the uh, unique nuance of Robertson Sumner and that type of environment. What have been the sort of core things that you've picked up or noticed that your guys, girls now um, who are flying top performers, whatever? How have you seen them grow and see the things that they've changed and the habits that they've implemented in their day? What are some it's, of the key things that you picked up on? It's it's um it's kind of having the mindset 
okay. to, to, to do it. I know, I know that sounds silly, but I'm a massive believer that you should reflect every day mm -hmm. and every week and every month and every, cause you, you just, you don't know how far you've come unless you take the time, unless, unless you do that. Um, and I, I, can't, I kind of encourage people to break down their days like I did when okay. I sort of into sort of eighth and, and, and make sure two of those eight chunks is trying something new and actually working okay. out at the end of the day, did that work? Was that good? Was that bad? And then either, really cu either cutting it down or doubling up on that because some things will work for people, some things people will hate. Like So when you say, sorry, just to butt in there, when you say cut up your day in eight, what do you mean? So again, for four four slots between eight and eight and twelve, four slots between two and two and six. I, oh, okay, I say. okay. But if, if it's eight, it's eight. If it's four, it's four. Okay, I, okay. I, I find I lose. I've got a really short attention span. So if no, I no, no. I agree. I, I've done. Now, I've done. Mate, I've done it myself recently. Definitely in terms of like blocking out certain chunks to do just that and these things. So, but that's really interesting. Okay, so mindset. Mindset. And a, a part of how these people, how they, how that's become better for people is you've encouraged them to try different things. You've encouraged them to reflect these types yeah. of things. And and also just uh, someone's got to have a big why. They've got they've got to actually mm. understand why they're why they're doing it and why mm. Robert Sumner are are doing it. And if I'm, I'm not a believer that should be money. I know people say oh they draw diagrams of Ferraris and Porsches and yeah and Rolexes or what, whatever that may be and they they sort of draw out chunks as the closer they get that will work for some people right but there's got to be something beyond that uh, i think my, mine is stu stupid but it reflects everything i do I, i've my 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 sort of why is i want to do a ted talk so really yeah so uh, so it's the top top line of my t uh, cv and it has been since i started so i want to do a ted talk and i want to make two people millionaires really and what that's that, so cool and what that what that says about me it's not just i want to earn Four hundred thousand pounds next year, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What that says about me, or what what I believe is, I want to do something that's changes the world, mm, or that's so I, cool. I, I, I want to impact something, and I can reflect back on that every day. Right, Callum, out of the, out of the eight chunks that you've done, out of the two things you've tried, have you done anything that was innovative enough to, to mm. sort of change the world, or, or to to, make, to move forward as as, as that that's really cool. that task of being doing a TED talk? Or so, may I love that, but. Why does that help me as a recruiter? Why is that? Because because you can, you've you've got something that's that's there constantly pushing you forward. Mm. Uh, for example, Aaron in the team is he say, and it's crazy. As soon as someone starts doing stuff, everyone starts doing stuff. So okay. I never thought anyone would bill. And we're we're outside of the city, but I never thought so. Aaron twenty twenty three um, and build one hundred sixty five k in the last six months. Wow. But he's only done it to become top of the leaderboard. So now he's top of the leaderboard. He's like, what the fuck? That's so, mad. So, so he needs to have something else to push him forward because otherwise, mm. he gets top of the leaderboard. I've, I've done my, I've done my thing. Yeah, that's really do, interesting. Do, do, do I mean, so th 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 I think there's. Well, that, that's why we see the whole like money thing and all that is like, oh, so when I get a Rolex or whatever, and you get there, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's not that great. Yeah, the, 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 I, I always remember it like again outside of London, but. I remember getting like my biggest paycheck in recruitment. I got it. I remember just sitting it in my bank account. Like it didn't make me feel anything. Do you know what I mean? No, no. It's just a mad feeling. Cause yeah. like I just always had in my head like, yeah, keep pushing. This is why I want to do it. Blah blah blah. Money, money, money. And then like you get like the biggest amount of you've ever had in your career. And it's like you just don't. It you means feel, nothing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's mad. And it it is it mad. does. But I, again, I'm genuinely. So, so how is that going to help me push through then? 
Do you know what I mean? Because some people might be listening and go, yeah, I get it, like, why it's so common? But it, obviously a lot of people may think it's just a bit wanky. Like, how how is, yeah. how is that how has that helped Aaron get to that point? Do you know what I mean? How has it helped him become the top guy if think, he's had a strong... I wine? think it's just, um, again, you could, you could only look at yourself in... Mm. In, in recruitment like you'll only yeah. no one will stop you from being successful so there's got to be some sort of extraneous variable that, that, that takes you that, that takes you there in, in in my mind like as i said once you've got the personality to do the to do the job you, you're, a, mm. you're a you're a nice fella you you or, or guy or gal or, or whatever there's got to in, in my mind there's got to be something further that, bigger, that, yeah. that, 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 that drives you that drives you forward because otherwise you, you'll get people and again, it, it changes for different people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the, the, the best cool. recruiters I know... Have that. No, have I agree. That. I agree, definitely. So I guess just the final point on that, again, I'm thinking of people listening. Like if I'm a manager right now and I've got three people around me, I've got three calendars running around and I just think like they are they are struggling, like they're letting the, the bad days get the better of them, these things. And I really think, okay, Callum, what he's saying, having that sort of bigger picture thinking, why they're doing it, these types of things, going to help them get through that, right? So how have you... How have you got that in your people? Do you know what I mean? Because that must that can't always be easy. I think I what think. I've learned, in especially man managing, is to to take a step back. Always always ask questions. Don't necessarily answer questions. So if someone mm. comes to the problem, they'll they'll answer the question themselves. Mm. You've just got to pose the right the right questions. Mm. I think um, I think you, you you learn that not everyone's not everyone's an an Aaron. Not everyone wants to bill ridiculous amounts of mm. of money. And, and a business is successful if you've got 20, 20 consultants all doing 150k you'll you'll be fine like you'll you'll, 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 <laughs> you'll, you'll yeah exactly you'll you'll be successful so i think it's it's looking at everyone as individuals mm. and and that Interesting and, point. And, and and that why doesn't have to be that why doesn't have to be owning a 10 million pound house yeah, or yeah. whatever that could just be I want to create a comfortable life for my family and I want to be able to buy mm. fish and chips every friday and so but would you directly ask these people to think about it 100% Hundred percent, and I, I'd keep going back to it. Really, I'd keep going back to it. Right, you said you. How early on do you get to think about that though? It's first day. Really? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. There's, there's got to be something. I, I, and it allows me to know more about you, yeah. because I, I want to know what is actually pushing you. Because if I say, oh, you haven't done your ten, ten, ten k this this month or whatever, but do, do you really, do you really want that Rolex, or do you, do you really? Yeah, yeah. You, you do. Well, like, what? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's yeah, got to be something that actually because I'm really I'm, I'm with you. I, I I bought a I stupidly went out and bought a watch for my first paycheck, but the, the money in my bank didn't didn't mean didn't mean, didn't anything. mean anything. Aaron billing two hundred whatever k it, it means something. Obviously, he can he, mm. he lives a certain lifestyle, but because of it, or you you can you can mm. grow that lifestyle. But half of the fun for him is getting to the top of the leaderboard. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not the money; it's the it's it's the thing behind the money. Do you know, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? So I think it's important that you, you understand that. I think it's important that you understand what someone actually wants to mm. achieve and, and keep pushing them at the same because if you manage everyone the same, everyone will just end up. Yeah. That's no, that's really them. interesting. Okay. Um what how how cause I, I, I've sort of seen it myself and how how have you found or what 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 do you think has been the core of the success of you going from twelve to twenty twenty one people? Do you think having having other people delivering and and sort of success stories and and a and a vibe around that we've got such a much better engaged workforce and honestly anyone would do anything 
for, for, for anyone. And mm, it's kind of okay. just developing that developing that culture. I think it's yeah. quite hard just to be a, a lone wolf. I think at the start of my recruitment career, that was what I actually struggled struggled with because mm. everyone was kind of a lone wolf looking at Mark thinking no one will ever do that. Mm. Whereas now, it's funny, it is that sort of four minute mile type, type mm. philosophy. Once someone does something, it pushes the next person mm. to, to do it and then it pushes the next person to do it. And then once once you've once you've started pushing people, once you've got these success stories, mm. I think it's quite easy to to then to, get to, pe- to, new to, people to bring, brought into to that. bring new people in and actually think, okay, these guys are being successful. Right, I need to copy mm. Mark or Hisham or Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. What are the what are the two core things you look in for hires for your business? Um humility. I think every 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 recruiter every recruiter I've or successful recruiter is actually proud of being a recruiter and they, mm-hmm. they don't hold themselves in too, too sort of high mm-hmm. regard and they don't think they're the, the dog's bollocks. Yeah. Um, and probably the mindset because, and uh, to, to, to humility and probably mindset and reflection and growing yeah, and, yeah. and all that good stuff that the, the personality has got to be there. I'm, I'm not a big believer that anyone can be a million pound biller or whatever. Mm. You've still got to have the right personality mm. or it's like you put Harry Kane next to, me i can't be that I, i'm just not i haven't got the talent like i haven't yeah. got, and, and that, and I haven't got the like, knees mate yeah exactly i haven't got the knees <laughs> I'm, I'm hobbling around on crutches um <laughs> but <laughs> um you've got to have a yeah. core core but no i like that uh, yeah so how how do you how do you pick up on humility in the interview and the mindset because how how do you try and find that out in someone it's quite interesting because I, I actually went for a time where there was a point where we were struggling for vacancies. So we were struggling for like a conveyor belt of, of vacancies. And I actually okay. went against my ethos and started hiring more salesy people. Okay. Or people I thought were, were salesy. Yeah. So they're a bit more arrogant. Mm. I didn't actually like them as okay. much. Really? And I think that's important because I think not only will I... Sales is kind of a popularity contest, right? Like mm. you've, you've, you've got to get on with the person next to you. If, yeah. if, I, if I like you, I'd, I'd do as much as I could to to help you. And I, yeah. I think that's exactly the same on a, on a sales floor or a recruitment, a mm. recruitment floor. Um, and I think it, it, part, part is just, would do, do, do you like someone? Are they, are they, I don't like people that boast too much, especially when they, they don't have anything to, to, to boast around. Mm. I, I want someone who's, who's got a bit of a why who really wants to do it. And, and you can coach, you can coach someone who you want to have a conversation yeah. with to be successful. What, what's, what's difficult is because we started hiring these people who we thought were when they didn't work bit, out. No, they just didn't. I just, they are assholes. They probably do the traditional, tr- traditional, and they'd act like a recruiter, but then they got treated like a, yeah, treated okay, like a recruiter. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't really our ethos. It wasn't, um, All right. business development. Yeah. You should mention it there. Always like talking about it. It's probably one of them. I always say on here, a very common topic that people want me to cover. Um, obviously we're, 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 obviously we're catching up earlier, but I guess two things I'd love to get your thoughts on. Um, business development for your team and these types of things. Yeah. How are the, the, the good people, the good guys and gals approaching business development in your team or how they got better at it? My, my personal approach to business development, if, if, I, if, if I was short of roles, you'd see me sort of registering and, and interviewing more candidates. Like I'd always go back to the candidate, get as much sort of, and just, just build as good a relationship as I can because they're, they're the best in, like a, especially in sales. Mm. A, a well, spe- specking in candidates. Well, no, no, but just getting information from them. My, my, my goal, again, was to to kind of just get people jobs. So mm. we're, we're, if, I, if I've got a good relationship with the candidate, they'll, they'll get me into the, they'll get me into the account and, and they'll give me the, 
the, the guy's or girl's mobile number to to call, etc. So like a, a genuine, a genuinely, we use a lot of video mm. now. So so videos, videos great, and actually having a reason behind it and trying to add more value. So what I always used to do in a business development type sense was. Again, I'd keep close to all my candidates, whether I place them or not, I'd still send that candidate something when they started. So if I found out that you started a new role, but I didn't place you, but you still really like me and I was the best recruitment consultant you'd spoken to, I'd send you a gift and I'd, really? I'd send it to your, to your line manager. gone off. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'd, but I'd send it to your line manager. So yeah. I'd say, your line manager, Paul or whatever. Hey, Paul, understand you tried Hisham. Um, Great hire, by the way, really, really liked him. And I try and add some more value. So mm. just so you know, I got this psychometric test or I got his P60. Here's who he says he is, by the way. Mm. Um, and kind of like a soft a soft sell of, this is who I am. I was speaking, I was speaking to Hisham before he, he joined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would love to, and, and just loads of, loads of little threads like that. And mm. it, it, it came out. So adding as much value as you can outside of the recruitment space, not just talking about jobs. I don't, I don't like talking yeah. just- No, that's, just that's a really good point. Yeah, sorry about that. The, <laughs> Mate, like this lights in the hunting office. I don't know. I'm gonna have to come up with a solution, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to keep moving. Um, no, I, I really like the way that you put that. And really interesting. Again, it's coming back to sort of your mindset towards recruitment and stuff, isn't it? The fact that you're willing to recruiters listening, like, why the hell would you send a gift to someone that you didn't place? Like, why the hell would I do that, right? But you're thinking long term. You're thinking that's the type of recruiter that how I want to be perceived and these types of things, yeah. right? And then the other thing that I'd love to get your um, thoughts on, mate, because as we were talking about earlier like you were saying before before we came on here that you've been like you've been pulling jobs right yeah the most probably is that fair to say yeah how you been doing that let's talk a bit about that i mean doing that um i think when you lose your 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 quota it's a bit of a weird one when you lose your quota you you start becoming less keen to i think it's, it's like when you i i, I take it i put always um recruitment as like a dating analogy once you start becoming desperate to find a missus or, or another half or whatever it's really hard <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah. if, if you're desperate people know you're desperate so mm, when you're comes pretty, across. when you're pretty chilled about it or when you're just doing something for the best of best of um every party i i think it just becomes really easy i get I, i've got much more content out i, mm. I put a lot more video out but none of it's really related to recruitment it's all it's, it's people, not you selling yeah exactly people use linkedin to celebrate success so i'll celebrate with them yeah i'll, I'll find a, and i'll always have a reason to call i, I i'd never mm, make a really? phone call i'd never make a business development call without a, without reason a reason. To call. Uh, def, definitely not definitely not but once i did once i've got a thread going i'd be structured with that or what a lot of people are poor at recruitment they, they, they do the perfect thing they've got a reason to call they've got a strong reason to call they get through to the person. The person probably says, I'm not recruiting for two months or whatever. All right, great. I'll give you a call back in, in, in two months. And then they, they, they forget about it or they lose it. I, I, my diary was always full when I was recruiting of calls. Yeah. I'd, I'd always, always, I, them in. I, I always book them in and make sure people knew I was going to call. Mm. Um, okay. And, it, and if they, if, if they, if they didn't, then it just, it makes the whole process yeah, yeah. so much harder. And it, it shows that you're actually diligent mm. and you're going to, you're, you're going to, you're going to follow what mm. your ethos, what your ethos is. What have you been making content about? What I'm making content about? Um, it's quite, it's, it's probably easier for me because I'm making a lot of content. I make a lot of content about our business and how we grow. Yeah, you, you do that quite well. Success, success stories. But how is that pulling jobs? How's that pulling jobs? Because it gets, it gets loads of people engaging. If you, if you've got, if you put out a post and you've got 180 people like it or talking about it or whatever, it not only gives the, the consultant the opportunity to say, 
hey, I saw you. People love just liking stuff and, and commenting mm. on people doing well, especially people yeah. they've spoken so, yeah, to. Yeah, no, you have it. So you've, you've, you've done quite well in celebrating people's success in your business. Yeah, celebrating people's success, just getting content out around sort of best best practices when it when it comes to to recruitment and not necessarily talking about i think you've got to add a lot more value in this market i think yeah. rather, rather than just talking about talking about jobs mm. all, all the time i think there's actually got to be a lot of a, a lot of added value and i probably turn away at least 50 percent of the roles that i'd get because i think it's impossible and i'd, I'd always tell people it's impossible and i actually quite enjoy both candidate and client side because what candidate's always going to say is the same dating dating analogy yeah he said, I want you to find me a new role. Can you find me Margot Robbie or Angelina Jolie or whatever? I just say that's, you're not going to be able to find that. Saying no, being honest. Yeah, you've got to be realistic. But I, I make a bit of a joke out of it. Right, mm. i tell you what, never, you'll never bloody find that. But what I'll do, I'll give you a call back in two weeks and you can, you can try and prove me I'm wrong. Because if they, mm. if they do, if they somehow miraculously get, in this, this instance, Margot Robbie's believe mm. Google and Angelina Jolie's Microsoft, if they do that, Buy them, buy them a couple of beers. And yeah, you, yeah, nice. You, you'll, you'll get in with those. You'll get in with those companies, and exactly the same with yeah. with clients. Because otherwise, no. I like it, mate. Couple of things before we finish. Yeah. Um, what's been your biggest learning since being on this sort of management journey? Learning that people won't care about the business as much as I care about the business. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I get really, really frustrated all the time because I'm so passionate about it. I, I love the business to death and, and so, are, so are other people, but it's, it's, my, it's my baby, it's not theirs. They're not going to care as much yeah, as you I can't, You can't think that they're going to do everything that you are because it, it's it, not exactly, the same. Exactly, so it's unrealistic and I think it's unrealistic and I think it's unfair as well to mm. treat everyone the same because like, there are some people yeah. who are happy billing 150K and earning 40 grand. Yeah. And in my head, obviously... At the start, I didn't understand that. So that mm. was really difficult. That's really interesting. Why, why, why don't you want to earn more? What are you doing? What, what? Yeah, yeah. Just, just chill out, Callum. Like, yeah. that, that's, that's fine. People aren't going to care as much as... Mm. What, what I, all I can do is be there for the ones that do, do want to do more and actually just push people to, to mm. do a bit more. So again, it's recognising like everyone's in their own lane, doing their own thing exactly. and respecting that. Yeah, 100%. That's really not interesting. Getting, not, not getting too frustrated. But that doesn't mean they can't be brought into the business. It just means that they can't be brought in at the Callum standards. And, and there's a big difference yeah. between that. You can't set everyone the same standards that you've got. Because yeah. otherwise, people like they just go insane. I That's set really interesting. Ridiculously, ridiculously high standards with, with everything. Mm. And if I did that with other people, it would only drive people away. Like it, mm. it doesn't it doesn't make sense. You've, you've got to look at everyone as a unique individual and set their own standards and let yeah. them set their standards as well, but just encourage them to, to do mm. more, encourage them to be the best person that they can, they can be. Mm. I like rather that. Than try and make them into a calendar because that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I really like that. So, um, two things, just cause I've got, a, I've had a couple of messages about it recently. So I wanted to make sure I definitely asked it and I'm sure your guys deal with this anyway. So I'd be interested to get your thoughts. Counter offers. Okay. Counter like what's like if if you if your guys come to you or you one of your girls come to you and goes, Callum, like I'm not sure. Like this person just said they're gonna accept a counter offer, or I think they might be prone to it or whatever. Like that topic of counter offers. What's your yeah? What's your sort of go to advice to your guys? What make, comes to mind? A, a make sure you qualify out in the closing in the closing process. Mm. People closing in recruitment is one of those things especially when you're new to recruitment it seems really easy right yeah mm. it's going to be 
yeah, you, and, and you celebrate straight away. Yeah. And you don't ask the other questions. Like, you don't mm. even find out. So when you say qualify the clothes, what do you mean? When you just, just, give them the offer or yeah, qualify before? Yeah, qualify the clothes. When they say, when you say, yep, delight, if they came back with 40K on a trial clothes or whatever, I definitely, yeah. definitely accept. So if you got counter-offered and, and, they, and your current business offered you 50K, what, what would you say? What would you mm. say to that? I'd, I, look, I'm, I'm completely out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Right, perfect. That, that's great. at least qualify out. Whereas most people just say, "Well, yeah, you've, you've, you've got the job." Yeah, right. get it under there. Just and, pull and, it, yeah. and then pull it, pull it under the table. Yeah. Whereas, it, and, and you can't cut it out all the time. Everyone knows that eighty mm. percent of people or whatever who accept a counter offer leave within six months or whatever the stat is. Mm. But still, and, and you can't control it all the time, especially mm. in the sales market. People will, yeah. people will lie, or they'll, they'll just. Mm. They, they won't tell the truth they'll, they'll, they'll sell to you but at least if you've qualified out the the, the sort of option of them getting counter offer you've got mm. to understand that these guys you're going through the recruitment process every day mm. these guys it's a one-off they probably haven't looked for a new job in a while so yeah. they, they probably haven't even thought about a counter offer or if they have yeah then you're probably prone to something there so you, mm. you're gonna have to be careful so if, so if i'm if i come to you and said Callum, this got my sales guy who I, I qualified out did that he's he told me to accept it He's told me that he's he's probably going to accept the counter offer. He's been counted offered ten k more than offer whatever. What's your advice? My advice that there's there's probably not too much yeah to, to, <laughs> to, 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 too much you can do. Unfortunately, you can educate the market as to as to the stats mm. the, the stats around it, and you can actually you should qualify out obviously why the person's looking to to leave. Ninety percent of the time, people aren't looking for for money. There's there's a whole yeah, yeah. host of other variables as to why mm. they've left it's just making sure you've got all that info mm. there because it's, it's hard to people don't like their manager right your manager's still there but they've offered you 10 more k what, what are you doing surely you're going to be looking <laughs> be looking soon or, yeah it depends what they've counted them yeah um okay but no it says i know I, I like i think there's some good stuff there I like that i just wanted been, to ask it, it has been happening more though has like, it yeah def definitely 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 no it seems because that, that's why people a couple of people have asked me because they've they feel like it has been happening more. Well, I think like, especially it's never been such a count, like candidate short market. So whenever it's a candidate short market, obviously people are going to try and yeah. cling on to their talent. No, it's, it's interesting as you much said that can. just because, um, yeah, like my, so my old boss would catch on the other day and he, was, and he was saying, I can't remember the exact figure, but I think he pretty much said like 200K is worth of business that had been like counter offered or whatever. And like, it's like the, the most it's ever been. So it's interesting that you just said it's, that it's, and picked it, up on that. Yeah, it's it's difficult, but you've got to understand people's drivers, why they're yeah. actually looking to leave, what what, what the yeah, reason yeah. is, and, uh, and really have, I can't. I think I may have read it somewhere or listened to it on a podcast or something. But a really good advice that um, I remember, like it really resonated with me, and was um, ask the questions that you don't want to hear the answer to, like around that stage. I think that's just a really good thing to have in mind because I hundred percent at the beginning, like you just want to hear what you want to hear. Because yeah. you want that fucking deal to be closed, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I remember a couple of times you, you have to learn that early on. It's like, for me to definitely be really confident in putting this on the board or thinking of putting it on the board, then what could potentially uh, stop this from happening? Um, okay, mate, last thing. Yeah. Slightly different. Okay. <laughs> What's been the weirdest or strangest or funniest thing a candidate said to you to uh, when not attending an interview or to like not attend an interview. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, there's, been, there's been loads. What comes my to favorite, to be fair, was because this takes real effort, right? This yeah, takes go on, real go on. effort. So 
he probably like planted a seed the night before saying actually I don't, I don't, I don't think he did but there was, there was something there was something around I was, I was calling him to prep him in the morning yeah, yeah. The, the interview was midday or whatever so I called him at nine o'clock and he's, he changed his voicemail to say hi if this is anyone at Robertson Sumner calling I have been rushed to hospital and won't be able to make the interview and that was his that was his, <laughs> that was that was his voicemail like he didn't, he didn't even want to pick up the phone. Premeditated. He, he, he woke up at 8 a.m. that morning and thought, right, I'm going to change my voice now. To, so, uh, that's jokes. That, that was a. Uh, that's jokes. That, that was, you, you get a whole host yeah. of excuses, don't you? But that, that's jokes. Uh, that, that takes some, that takes some yeah. effort. Like, no, that's just, impressive. Just, just tell me you don't want to go. <laughs> right, mate. Look, really enjoyed that. What are you excited about, mate? What's going on in uh, um, your world? What do you want to we're, shout we're, about? We're gonna we're gonna move office, so um, that that's pretty exciting. So start of twenty twenty one, we're sort of ramping up, ramping up now. We've we're gonna get a forty man. Oh wow! Forty man office. Holy yeah. shit! So, that's exciting. Uh, it's it's gonna be ping pong tables, ping pong tables, beer, yeah, bean bags. Oh, the lot, mate. Yeah, like proper proper sort of. California. No, that's mate. That's really that's amazing, though. Yeah. Again, so, obviously like you must be learning loads to go through that whole journey and process yeah, you know well, what I've, I mean I've, I've gone through loads we've rebranded in my in my time I, I've sort of managed managed that take, taking that taking that through mm. the process now we, we moved offices once so we only upstairs so we moved from a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a sort of 10 it's man still. office to a 20 25 seat office that we're in now um, and we're looking to, to to move again it's it's starting to become amazing a really do you know, like you, you, yeah. you, you don't reflect on these things, yeah. but it started as like exciting, a, a, little, a little baby, and now it's it's uh, it's really exciting. That's so exciting. yeah, look, hiring hiring lots, looking to we're hiring a we just tired a marketing exec. So um, exciting quite, times, uh, yeah, wicked. Yeah, cool. So look, last question: If you could communicate to every single recruit right now, yeah. they'd listen, they'd take on your advice. What would you say? My, my my best bit of advice, I think, would be stop stop worrying about money. Um, and, and start worrying about learning every single day and building relationships and not just trying to not just trying to put money on the board from mm. the first build build relationships if, if you if you're constantly focused around building relationships and and, and learning and reflecting and growing you'll be absolutely Smash fine it. in recruitment you may, mm. you may not build a ridiculous amount first year but if you keep putting the work and keeping the hours in you're you're learning every day that the, the the world's the world's choice. There's there's so there's mm. so much. There's no ceiling in recruitment. Amazing. Really. Calm. Enjoyed it, mate. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> no worries at all. <laughs> no worries at all.